0: y'all have been seated for a while, let's stand for just a moment. I want to read a passage of hearing into your consideration. I believe this is what the Lord would have for us on today. Psalms 84, uh, beginning with verse 1, reading through verse 6. Psalm 84, 1 through 6. How amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts! My soul longeth, Yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord, my heart and my flesh cryeth out for the living God. Yea, the sparrow hath found a house, and swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young. Even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God, lest are they that dwell in thy house, they will be still praising thee blessed is the man whose strength is in thee and whose heart are the ways of them who passing through the valley of Baca, make it a well the rain also filleth the pools i want to talk for a few moments today on the thought there's victory even in your valley god bless you thank you for standing you may be seated there's victory even in your uh, valley you were to understand the value God has placed not just on your mountains, but God has placed value even in your valleys. Valley, of course, is defined by geologists as a low place between two elevated places that is elongated. It's defined as a depressed place between two higher places that is longer than it is wide. I believe many uh, would agree uh, with me today that America is in the midst of a terrible valley. Anytime you have a person who can brag about groping women and saying send folk back to where they came from and they came from here and built this country Uh, There's a problem in America. Uh, We got an orange man with yellow hair, brown teeth, married to a tan woman living in a white house. You know it's a messed up situation. America is in a valley. You all pray with me a little while this morning. But I want you to know today that our enemy is deeper than the ignorant ones who attack us in the flesh the fact of the matter they are merely pawns of a greater enemy working through them in the world for the bible says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood and who's in the white house but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places Oh, but thanks be unto God, that greater is he that is working in us than he who is in the world working through them. Somebody ought to be encouraged that we have a greater weapon than the enemy has. For the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Are there any Bible readers in here this morning? But what are they? They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and we serve notice this morning we're not going to worship in fear around here we're not going to cut back matter of fact we're gonna add on to it the word reminds us god has not given us the spirit of fear but rather of power and of love and of a sound mind listen not only is america in a terrible valley but then all of us along life's journeys can find ourselves so often periodically at a low point between two high places that's longer than it is wide each of us can find ourselves in some depressed spot uh, down in a valley Uh, but in talking about the value in your valleys uh, and i really thought the announcement of the title alone would be encouraging is really cause and reason for somebody to rejoice this morning just to know that uh, the valley you've been in, uh, perhaps the valley you're in now or the valley you headed to, is not a wasted exercise. Uh, it's not a hopeless condition you have to be in, but understand God is able and willing to bring you value even in your valley and give you victory while you're going through it. That's the type of God that we serve. God is able to take even uh, the lowest, the most depressed. Uh, the worst of your circumstances, uh, that which was set up to hinder you, turn it around and use it to help you to get to where he really wants you to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I just believe there's somebody in here who knows this morning, it doesn't matter how deep you are in the valley, God is still able to turn the tables on what you're going through and then conform the valley to work not in your failure, but really in your favor. Yeah. I don't know who I'm preaching to but it doesn't matter how much your enemies have tried to keep you in the valley Mm -hmm. Uh, the Bible says they meant it for evil Uh but God can take it and use it for your good Good, good. so although all of us have some valleys to go through God has a way of providing your value even while you're going through your valleys listen this 84th number uh, of psalms I believe was written by one who had uh, experience traveling uh, quite a distance uh, to the land of Jerusalem the city of Jerusalem uh, particularly for the feast of Tabernacle yeah. every Jewish male was required to worship at the temple in Jerusalem at least three times a year uh, if at all possible certainly for many families it would be a highlight for them uh, just to be able to make it up to Uh, Jerusalem, that great city uh, on a hill, not merely to simply see the sights of that great city and great sights it was, but most importantly uh, to travel there to be able to see the splendor of the temple of God and to be able to worship the Lord uh, with others in the temple. However, for many families that traveled to Jerusalem just to get to the temple, uh, again they had to travel great distances incur much expense, endure much hardship just to make it there. Uh, The trip, no doubt for many, could become quite discouraging, uh, if not impossible uh, at times. And uh, the writer of this 84th Psalm apparently was one of those who knew something about getting discouraged along this journey to that place of worship, just as you and I know something about getting discouraged along this journey of our lives. Mm-hmm. Certainly, sometimes we get discouraged just trying to make it back to the house of God one more time, yeah. where we too can hear a word from the Lord and worship. Yeah. And so the writer of this text, and uh, writing from an even discouraged disposition, if you will, uh, learned to do like David did when the Bible says David learned to encourage himself in the Lord. While the writer uh, is traveling along this tedious journey to Jerusalem, uh, the city on the hill, uh, the writer calls to remembrance the beauty, uh, the uplifting, the joy in worshiping the Lord. Mm. And so he begins verse 1 of the psalm by reflecting upon uh, how beautiful it is just to be in the house of the Lord. And so he says, How amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. In other words, how lovely, how beautiful, how blessed it is Mm -hmm. just to be able to dwell in the house of the Lord one more time. It says in verse 2, my soul longeth, yea, even fainteth, if you will, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out, it it, it shouts for joy uh, for the living God. Uh, In other words, despite the... Opposition, he's having, uh, trying just to make it up there to worship. Uh, listen, he gets encouraged just thinking about making it to worship. Right. And while just thinking about Sunday morning worship, he gets so excited, he forgets about the difficulty he's going through during the week and kind of pulls the car over and just starts giving God praise yeah. right there.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some of you have been there along with me. I mean, he's so full of joy. Uh, just thinking about making it back to the hour of power, he even becomes jealous of the birds. Uh Jealous of the sparrows and swallows that have made their nest in the courtyard of the temple.
1: Uh, The birds
0: would fly in the open court of the temple uh, and make nests like they do here under the overhang of the temple ceiling. And and it's so interesting because it shows that uh, there are a whole lot of birds out there uh, who have a lot more religion than some people do on the inside. Wow. Uh, because even the sparrows and swallows knew if you're going to build a house, yeah. if you're going to build a home, the best place to build it is around church and worship. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know that sounds strange to some because so many people uh, like to talk about how they're trying to fit church and worship in their schedule. Uh, they tell me, listen, I can't wait, Reverend, to get my schedule together so I can sit church in, as if that's saying something to me. Well, it is saying something to me, but it ain't saying what they think it's saying. On, it's saying to me, your priorities are certainly in the wrong order. Yeah. Listen, if they really recognize how good God has been to them, Don't you know they wouldn't be trying to fit worship around their schedule? They ought to be trying to work their schedule around their worship. Can I share with you today, so many are missing out on the blessings of God and the blessings the Lord has in store for them. Because their priorities are all mixed up. They are majoring in minors. And then turn around and minor in majors. But worship for this writer was his priority. And he's even jealous of the birds who knew if you're going to build the nest, build it around worship. If you're going to build a family, build it around worship. If you're going to build a relationship, build it around worship. If you want to build your finances, build it around worship. Follow God's plans. The word says, return unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. The first tenth of all your increase. And then watch him open up windows of heaven and pour you out blessings. You won't even have room enough to receive. In other words, if you make giving to him your priority, you can watch him work out the rest. Uh, if you give God what's due him first, you won't be out here chasing the dollar. The dollar will be chasing you. Preach A.T. Curry. I'm doing the best I can. The psalmist says, blessed are they. Blessed, happy, happy, happy are they that dwell in the house of the Lord they will be still praising him blessed is the one whose strength is in thee in whose heart are the ways of them listen he says who passing through the valley of Baca make it a well the rain also filleth the pools yeah. now uh, this valley of Baca was located uh, just uh, south of the foot of the mountain where Jerusalem stood And so in order to get up to Jerusalem, many travelers had to go down through this valley. And this valley, Baca, was a uh, most dry, uh, particularly harsh, uh, arid valley. It was a barren valley. It discouraged many from going to Jerusalem by itself. Matter of fact, listen, Baca was so barren that one of the only things that would grow in that valley is what you call a balsam tree. And at certain times during the year, uh, the the air would be uh, so rough and dense in the valley, sap would just ooze out of the crevices of the balsam tree. And uh, it is is as if the tree was crying sap, if you will. Uh, It was weeping with sap. Matter of fact, the name that itself literally means weeping in Hebrew. And so the weary traveler, get this, had to go through the weeping, elongated valley to get to the destination of their worship. And so listen, if you're going to get the value out of your valley, not only must we make worship our priority, but then we got to recognize God always gives opportunities while we're in the valley. Yeah. Yeah, Some folk like to uh, try to act like valleys don't exist and they talk about where well, they going through tough times they're not going to claim it and all that but I find out there's some valleys out there whether you claim them or not it'll end up claiming you you might as well go ahead and claim it it's all right to accept the reality of the valleys because sometimes your valleys have been ordered by the Lord Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And so even when you find yourself in a valley situation, just know God not only orders your steps, but he can even order your valleys. The Bible says the hills and the valleys are his. And listen, you'll discover some things in life uh, you can't learn on the mountain. You can't really learn it till you get in your valleys. Am I helping anybody this morning? Matter of fact, your valleys will even help you to know who your friends really are. You do know a whole lot of folk will say they're with you, but that's when you're on the mountain. Yeah, yeah, they haven't seen you in your valley situation yet. Matter of fact, when you get in your valley, listen, you might have a thousand friends on Facebook, but that's on your mountain. But when you get in your valley, you can count your real friends on one hand and have some fingers left over. (sighs) Not only will they help you to know who your friends really are, your valley will even help you to know who you really are. Sometimes we don't know ourselves, but it's good not to say uh, what you won't ever do. Uh, listen, when you get in your valley, you do a whole lot of stuff uh, you thought you would never do. Uh, matter of fact, somebody's in here today because you're in a valley right now. Uh, valleys will have you praying at midnight hour. Uh, valleys will have you read your Bible at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. V- valleys will have you doing a whole lot of stuff you thought you would never do. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley. Uh you got to remember that I'm walking through the valley. I'm not just in the valley, but I'm walking through the valley. And, and I'm not just going through the valley, but I'm walking through the valley. I'm trying to preach it today. You, you, you do know a whole lot of folk like to run through the valley. But I found out when you run, you can go too fast and you can miss some stuff Uh when you're running through the valley. But when you have to walk through the valley, you can see some stuff you never see when you're running through it. And so often God wants us to see some things in the valley. And so he takes us through the process. Sometimes it takes a long time for some of us to see some things. Uh, You just can't run through it. But the fact I'm walking... It's still encouraging to me because if I'm walking, it at least means I'm not standing still. It may be a slow walk, but I'm still moving. Uh, I'm still going somewhere. And and, and while I'm going, I'm leaving some folk behind me. You do know everybody that started with you was not intended to stay with you. Preach, Curry. Valleys help help to show you that some who were hanging around you at your origination were not intended for your destination The valleys will help you find out even who God is himself sometimes we act like we know him when we're on the mountain but you're going to find out you know him in a different way Uh when you go through some valley situations the psalm is here says in verses 5 and 6 blessed is the one whose strength is in thee and whose heart is the way to Zion who passing through the valley of Baca make it a well. Notice the opportunity God provides in all of our valleys. Uh, it may be a sorrowful place, uh, but the text today is, te- is tailored to teach us that God can bless you even in your valley. How did it happen? Listen, the Bible says in the valley they made a well. Uh, listen, they, they were in a dry and thirsty situation, a valley of sorrow, a low and depressed point, But instead of having a pity party, their faith kicked in and they discovered faith can help you dig wells in dry places and find living water. And so even in the Valley of Weeping, with no water in sight, they just started digging wells. Not knowing how the water would get there, but although they did not know how, they did have faith in who. Uh, They knew the Lord was able to make a way somehow. And listen, when you are really sincere about your worship, a whole lot of times you might find yourself in a valley situation not knowing how, but you can just uh, relax knowing you know who. Now, if you're not shouting, you may not know who, who he is this morning. Can I tell you who, who he is? Yeah. Well, come on, ask me so I can tell you. I'm dying to tell you. But well, since you asked me, who is Jehovah Nissi? Yeah. That means he's the victory banner over my head. Who is Jehovah Rapha? Yeah. Uh, he's the God that heals me. Who is Jehovah Shammah? Yeah. Uh, that means God is always right there. He's Jehovah to sit canoe. Yeah. Uh, he's the God of righteousness. He's my Jehovah Jireh. He's always providing a way for me. He's my Jehovah Shalom. He's my peace. He's even my Jehovah Roha. He's my shepherd in the time of trouble. Yeah and when the people in the valley stepped out on faith and dug wells even in the dry place get this they did what they could do and then god stepped in and did what only he could do because the record is when they dug wells in a dry place god sent down rain and not only did he fill the wells that they dug but the record is he overflowed the wells and made pools of water all around it. in other words when you trust in the lord not only is he able to fill your cup while you're in the valley, he'll even bless your cup to run over and you'll end up with more than what you needed in the first place. Is there anybody in here this morning who knows he can give you value even in your valley? He can even give you victory in your valley. You do know folk respond differently when they are based uh, and placed in valley situations. Uh, 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 it's like something being placed in hot water. Uh, uh, you got three pots of hot water three different products Uh, everybody's going to end up like one of the three products, listen, you got a pot of hot water, you put an egg in it hot water will make the egg hard you get another pot of hot water, put frozen vegetables in it, the hot water will make it soft But then you get another pot of hot water, and you put some vanilla coffee beans in it, you'll end up flavoring the whole room. And that's how folk are. You put some folk in hot water, they get hard. Hard to get along with, hard to talk to, hard to be around. You put other folk in hot water, they like frozen vegetables, they get wimpy. They want a pity party, but you put others of us in hot water and we like that vanilla coffee bean. We'll end up flavoring the atmosphere. Can I get a witness in this place? That's why I learned how to thank Him now just for my mountains, and I learned to thank Him for my valleys. I thank Him even for the storms He brought me through. For if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know God could solve them. I wouldn't know what faith in my God can do. But is it anybody's testimony in here this morning? Through it all. Thank you, Mother, but there ain't nobody happy but you and me this morning. But through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus, and I've learned to trust in God. The psalmist said, I've been in a valley situation, but I'm excited just thinking about the birds that hang around the church house. You ain't feeling me. You must not know what these sparrows do. Sparrows are known for fluttering and twittering. They're known for making powerful noises, even in the crevices of dilapidated buildings. Did you hear what I said? Let me say it again. I said sparrows are known for fluttering and twittering. Yes. And they're known to make overpowering noises even when they enter the crevices of dilapidated buildings. Yes. I don't know about you this morning, but if a sparrow can give God praise... Yes and make a joyful noise even in a dilapidated building. How are you going to come into the house of God on two good days and be in the beautiful house of God and sit there and let a sparrow out shout you, the devil is a liar. If God has been good to you, the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Is there anybody come in here today to make a joyful noise? Unto the God of our salvation. Even if you're in a valley situation right now, I dare you to make some noise and start fluttering and give God praise. If you give him praise in the valley, is there anybody in here? No, he'll give you victory in your valley. What not he do it? I said, Won't he do it? The songwriter said, There's victory. (laughs) Where is it? There's victory in Jesus. Oh God, my Savior, there's victory in today. Anybody know him this morning? Won't he make a way for you even in a valley situation? That's why we sing that song, Blessed Assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste. Glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation, This purchased by God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story. This is my song. Ask me what I'm going to do about it. Come on, ask me. I'm dying to tell you. Since you asked me, I'm going to praise. I said, I'm going to praise. I'm going to praise my Savior all the day long. Hey, he's worthy. Yeah. I said he's worthy. I'm trying to quit, but my soul is happy. I said he's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. If there anybody in here know the Lord made a way for you, when you couldn't make a way out of it yourself, he stepped in the valley with you. All you got to do is dig. He said if you dig the well, I'll send the rain. I'll fill your cup and blessings will run over. What he does! Shout glory! Shout thank you, Jesus! Shout hallelujah! Won't you make a joyful noise? Unto the God of our salvation. He's living! Oh, he's winning! Do me praise while you stand all over the
1: building. Yeah, maybe somebody